Manimal here. It's Friday, August 4th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league. We've got some Rangers news and notes. We've got that Max Scherzer box score from yesterday, and we're going to preview this weekend with the Miami Marlins. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier, and I want to thank you, along with my co-host, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, for making us the first listen of your day. So if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers. WTB and don't forget to check us out on our website texasrangerswiththeboys.com oh one word hey and joining me in the background the co-host with the most the beard that never ends the 300 pound animal also known as bull how you doing buddy where are you gonna find you on socials I'm, I'm doing pretty good we uh we got uh baseball over with early yesterday I got a chance to watch the enemy a little bit last night, so that was interesting. Uh, didn't didn't particularly enjoy it, but mm. then I enjoyed the outcome. But uh, um, yeah. before we start talking baseball, I'll tell everybody yeah. where they can find me on the old social medias: uh, Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal Three Hundred on Instagram, and then Bull Pro on both TikTok and Facebook. Whatever your favorite uh, form of social media is, you hit me up. We'll start talking Rangers baseball. And uh, thanks for all the questions that everybody has sent me. I hope I've been answering them okay. Yeah, I mean, and, the, and we're, the engagement hey, were you on social media yeah. has been great this week. Yeah, and we're something about therapy, right? Yeah, yeah, baseball, yeah. baseball therapy. We're calling it. Your daily dose of baseball therapy, because we we use this as uh, a, a, not just a way to um, talk ball, but we also it's it's a form I, of therapy. So I thought it helps my day wind down. I thought today before we got into around the league here, I, I would ask you that if uh, we were like the uh, Crane brothers from Frasier, would you be would you be Doctor Niles Crane or would you be Doctor Frasier Crane? I would have to go with because of the name and because people always associate those, though it's Frazier with a Z, not with a with, with the S. S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. Just, just, All right. and, and cool. also because I like the idea of you being the smaller guy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fair. Once. That's fair. So, you're, you're, you're so giving gonna, me sidewalk slams. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> that is definitely yeah. something that, that you, that you truly, uh, is an experience in life uh, that, that you're not sad that you missed. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not. Well, speaking of sidewalk slams, uh, Trey Mancini <laughs> and Luke Voigt uh, are free agents. Yeah, both those guys look like they could be pro wrestlers, right? Yeah, yeah. They look like they've both been sidewalk slammed right out of the right out of the league, too. Oh, man, yeah. You know, Trey Mancini, he was <laughs> – this time last year, Trey Mancini he was, was hot, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a commodity. And, uh, you know, Luke Voigt, he's kind of – you know, there was one point in the league where, you know, he was a, a commodity as well, but it hasn't – MVP candidate. 
Yeah, yeah. Home led the league in home runs one year. I mean, granted, it was just sixty yeah, games, but good lord, year, what he did in that sixty games! I mean, he put up a season's worth of stats in sixty games. Yeah, so sure did. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah sad to see him go. Another, another. They're out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, there's someone, a bass, some bats out there. Someone needs a bat right now, and you know, I mean, I'm not. I don't know that the Rangers need a bat, but. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, we got a couple guys to play. I'd like to see maybe get a get a crack at it first. But if you're uh, giving out forty man spots, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what about uh, Shane McClanahan to the IL? That's a biggie. Yeah, just I mean another example of uh, you know how the the season just wears on you. You know, I mean the <laughs> it, it, it felt like the uh, Rays were starting to get a little bit healthy and that they were going to get themselves kind of back into that, you know, chase with Tampa or with Baltimore. And then uh, this morning they got to put McClanahan on the, on the DL. And that just, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying killer, but man, that, that hurts them. And he's been so good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cy Young candidate. Yeah, and you know, started the All Star game. And you know what? You know what really sucks about it is it's that soreness on the outside of his forearm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So you know, mm. uh, it can that can kill you. Oh man, let's not talk about it. Anthony Rizzo uh, to the IL as well. Ah, concussion like uh, concussion like symptoms. So. We'll see what happens with him. He's been struggling ever since. Remember him and Tatis kind of had a little run-in uh, at at first base a couple of months back or a couple – about a month and a half or so. And, uh, you know, I mean, he just hasn't been right since then. He's struggled at the plate since then. So, you know, maybe this will help him out a little bit. Man, you don't like to see that. Um, yeah, that's that's not good. doesn't sound good. Um Symptom wise, does not sound good. Um, oh wow! You know my wife; she doesn't she doesn't play fair. They never do, right? <laughs> she sends she as we're as we're doing this. She's sending me videos of Baron in his room and they're playing, and uh, they're, no, they're, well. and they and they download automatically because she airdrops them, so they like just show up. And I'm like, oh, I so can't even. Right. Watch that, you know? Like, come it's, on. it's right um, into that. Doesn't she know you're trying to host a? Uh, an important podcast. Mm, important. Yeah. Important. Unfortunately, I, I mean, part of the commitment of me doing this podcast is she can interrupt whenever she wants. Um, oh, okay. Well, Fair speaking, enough. What about um, Nestor Cortez? Looks like he's coming back to the Yankees. Well, yesterday you said that we ended on the, the around the league on such yeah. horrible, horrible note <laughs> with everybody getting hurt, right? So today I wanted to end <laughs> it on a, a better note with Nestor Cortez being back uh, for the Yankees, which I mean, believe it or not, that you know that actually helps the Rangers as well. So I thought I'd put it right before we got into Ranger news here, um, but. Cortez will be back to pitch against the Astros this Saturday. So that's where it kind of coincides with the Rangers. So we as Ranger fans will be pulling for Nestor Cortez to be back healthy and and throwing the ball well against the the hated Astros. Like, talk about like – if there was ever a game that tonight just you came home, you're watching it, it'll put you right to sleep as the Astros and the Yankees. 
Good, you know, I mean, uh, and and the Fox uh, broadcast doing it on top of that. Oh, mm. God. Mm. Well, I guess we're going to get – are we getting into Rangers now or are we going to talk a little bit no, about Grizzly let's just real quick remind everybody because it's still a ways away and it's still – there not hasn't been a lot that's uh, just been announced just yet. But we do know that there's going to be the first ever Cowtown Cage match at the Ridgely Theater on October 6th, uh, which is Friday, October 6th. And uh, the Ridgely Theater, as you know, right next to Kevin's childhood home and a stone's yes. throw away from Interstate 30 – on Camp Bowie Boulevard, uh, just west of downtown Fort Worth. Um, and, uh, you know, Brent McKenzie, Damo McCullough, about a year ago this time, Damo McCullough made a, a reference about Brent McKenzie like he didn't know who he was. And boy, did it hurt Brent McKenzie's feelings. And Brent McKenzie has done everything in his power since then. Uh, he he bloodied him and battered him in front of a record store in Fort Worth while Damo was doing promotion uh, before the very first show. He hmm. continued that by choking uh, Brent Ma- or Damo out after the second show, after Damo had beat him right there, one, two, three, beat him from pillar to post. Uh, when Damo's doing his, his post-game interview, Brent McKenzie's sneaks up behind him and chokes him out and you know and it's just elevated and elevated and you know you know last you were there last month or last actually just last week whenever which was last month as well but you were you were there when when brett mckenzie attacks demo after he's been suspended i mean they had to have a cop tase him to get him off of off of demo so (laughs) it's a lot of body they're gonna they're gonna get this thing settled in a in a cage match on Friday, October sixth at the Ridgely Theater. I hope everybody joins us. It's gonna be so great. You know, Starry Ice Cream's gonna be out there. You know, Martin House Brewing's gonna be out there. I imagine that we're gonna have Kelly's Onion Burgers and Big Dogs Hot Dogs back. But uh, I'll make those announcements whenever we have them. Friday, awesome. October sixth, awesome. bell time, eight p.m. Love it, love it. Can't wait. It's going to be a party. Going to be a blast. Originally, theater is a heck of a venue to watch any event, much less professional wrestling. So let's get into the Rangers. Um, hey, man, um, last I checked, the Rangers opened up another game, a one, a one more game, added another game to that lead over the, the Astros and the AL West. Well, so now they're up. They're up one see, and a half first right now. Here's what happens, right? When you go out and you win a game, and the team that's behind you loses a game, you grab that whole game. So wow. the Rangers, with that win yesterday, and uh, the uh, Yankees scoring a, a late-inning run against that Houston bullpen, and I want to say it was Kendall Graveman that they had just went out there and, and got from uh, in a trade. So whereas Max Scherzer helps the Rangers win today, their trade deadline guy, Kendall Graveman, he gets a loss today, but you know they mm-hmm. still got uh, Verlander's going to go probably sometime this weekend. So we'll just see how that goes, right? You know, or, or no, I mean we'll, we'll uh, see, know. we'll see. You know, we're we're probably we know we're going to be seeing Verlander at some point um, 
Absolutely. Yeah, so, I, ho- so I hope we know we we're going to get him. our crack at him. Yeah, I hope we get that chance in that uh, September series that, that Verlander oh. goes in that series. And I imagine mm. that – I imagine uh, both managers will be doing uh, uh, everything in their power to get all their horses in that in that series. So I wouldn't uh, mm-hmm. would be shocked to see both Verlander and Valdez in that thing and Evaldi uh, and uh, – um, Scherzer on the other Mad going dog. the other way, but again, you know, it may be completely crazy, and they go like Andrew Heaney, John Gray, and Jordan Montgomery. Well, the Rangers, the Rangers <laughs> have done that all year. They they've ne- they've never like Bochi never gives too much credit to the other team. Yeah, he, they, he's yeah, just gonna think, roll out the, what he rolls out there. That's what he does. Yeah, I think once you get to a point where you uh, clinched a playoff spot or a, or a division championship, then you can start thinking about the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, you, so. you, you got to trust all these guys that you've got, and he's trusted them all this year so far. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's worked in a lot of cases, and there's been some nights where, you know, you'll read Twitter and it's, ah, what is Bochy doing? And then the next night it's like, Bochy's the man. And, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it, it's just you just got to, like, kind of uh, – did I say Twitter? I meant X, right? X. Right, yeah, well, you got to give now. the Rangers fans – you got to get some of the Rangers fans, you know, a little bit of leeway. It's uh, the first yeah, the time in a long yeah, time. Yeah. We haven't hung a, hung a banner in this town, and and, and uh, you know, it's there's it's tough. You see it's potential, tough. right? You see potential in this mm-hmm. team that they could be that team that does that. So you know, oh, yeah. I, I I I could see why you know overly anxious, and you know, you got to understand in baseball, you know, ten game stretches or ten game stretches, and sometimes you play them at three and seven, and sometimes you play them at ten and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, um, Simeon, Marcus Simeon, um, starting to become the beloved Marcus Simeon. Uh, <laughs> so he, he gets the rain. He's the Rangers heart and hustle recipient. What, I mean, obviously it's, it's obvious what it means, but you know, we got any more details on that? Well, just every year they give out, a uh, an award for each team to the guy that, you know, I mean, he means a ton to his team, but he's also got a big giant heart and, and, and gives to the community. And, and, uh, you know, since Simeon's been here, if you, if you kind of watch and see some of the things that he's done here and, and Rangers, you know, extra or whatever, you catch some of those things that he's done, you know, he's starting to really make an impact on the community and the baseball community around here and in DFW and, uh, you know, well-deserved and, and, you know, he's probably a guy that you'll see in the next five, six years that he's here um, win this award more than once. Yeah. The beloved, the beloved Marcus Simeon, <laughs> well-deserved. He's already a part of I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, already like, he's already like been through the, Oh, I hate this guy. And now I love him to death phase. And it's like, once you're there, it's over. Um, well, another, another, yeah, note. I being, being so much more forgiving about August of mm-hmm. last year, I had like put all my differences with the guy aside and knew that this guy was someone that you wanted to have on your team. Not me. Not at all. I understand. Hey, and I understand it. I understand not it. Even but, close. Uh, was not even know. close, but now, now I am, I'm 100% uh, ecstatic uh, that he's, he's on the team and really more ecstatic that he, you know, shut me up and, and made me a believer. Cause that, that's what you want from these guys. So um, another longtime Ranger, uh, Martin Perez, who, you know, 
with the Rangers and then gone and then back again. Uh, last year was borderline the MVP of the team. Uh, only all-star, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He no, Seager was now an all-star is, too. Okay. Okay. And he now has gone to the bullpen. Yeah. Not the first time that this has happened to Martin. Uh, he's, you know, uh, he, he's been rough as July was not very good at all. Uh, gave up a lot of runs in July and, and it started with that Astros game that, uh, that ended up being a, a, a wild-ass finish and him not mm-hmm. being a part of the finish at all. But, uh, you know, and it, and it, there were there were moments, and like we said, those last couple of starts that he had this uh, month, you know, he'd have one inning where it just got away from him, and that was the game. And, uh, you know, this year, that's kind of how his season has went, and that was kind of the reason why, whenever his option was up a couple of years ago, the Rangers decided not to bring him back. And, you know, I still think Martin Perez will get a chance somewhere to pitch in the big leagues next year. But I don't, you know, I I was, I was hoping that it was more of a, that's the pitcher that he had become instead of man, what a good season he had in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it, I, I really believe, like, and, and again, I understand that, um, what, how you say, like, playing for your country and, and the World Baseball Classic obviously was great for the game of baseball, really just worldwide. But I question the move to, uh, for him to play for the, the Venezuelan national team. And again, like, I don't mean that, I'm not being critical of his decision, but I also think, like, you know, he had a contract with the Rangers and there's a commitment to that contract. And I just think he probably kind of set himself up for this because he started out the season fantastic. And it just seems like uh, he just hasn't really been able to, once he, he hasn't been able to get it back. So um, uh, yeah, not everybody, along. not everybody okay. Shohei Otani, right? No. Oh, and look. And, I mean, and, uh, and Otani. Shohei, yeah, yeah. He's the type of dude that I think he could play baseball all season long or all year round and and never have you know never have any problems. Not right all now. players are it, created equal, man. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. What it is not all. And if Shohei starts to fit as well, I mean, it's going to be something that gets brought up too, and should be definitely, um, definitely. Speaking about pitching, um, so this is great news. My God, is this good news? Nathan Eovaldi is on schedule, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty mm. much what I've been seeing from uh, from every report and every time they talk about Evaldi is on schedule. So this isn't going to be something I think that's going to take him down for the rest of the season. So uh, as, as far as we know, uh, when he, when the when his time on the DL is up or the IL is up, he should come off of the IL or sometime right around that. Okay. Well, that's really exciting to hear because goodness gracious, man, we need it. We need this. such a great one of the probably the best free agent additions ever uh, as far as first half Rangers go. Um, so, yeah, he, he's another guy that's kind of endeared himself to this to this fan base. So, yeah, uh, I mean, another good news. Uh, man, yeah. you just you gotta, right you up there with today, A-Rod, man. right? Uh, right up there with A-Rod. Oh, with. Anyway. Um, Jonah Heim um, throwing and should take some swing. Without yeah, a bat. yeah, that's uh, yeah, without a bat, like just dry, like he's you know getting 
getting some swings Can in without yeah, yeah, maybe, but probably just just air <laughs> dry swings is kind of what I've heard. But he is throwing a baseball and um apparently like what they're kind of seeing is that it isn't as bad as originally thought. I'm kind of poking That's the bear with the good uh, news. With, the, with the PVC with the PVC pipe. The, the, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa! Don't get don't get Jeff Fry on our ass. Good lord! Uh, we, we, you know what? You know what? <laughs> One day, hopefully, Jeff Fry will come on this show and tell us why these uh, Rangers are, being, are so good this year. Um, yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. No, I, I, I mean, I thought about it, but you never know. We'll see. Um, well, I've got nothing left as far as the Rangers news goes. Do you want to go ahead? And talk well, down on the farm, or do you want to talk box score? Let's do the box score, and then we'll do the the commercial, okay. and then we'll get out of here with the preview. Because okay. uh, this box it. score, I mean, because really, the box score is like the biggest news of the day. I think. I mean, All we're talking, we're talking the Hall of Famer coming to your town, throwing his first. That's the first time he'd ever pitched at this stadium, too. Hmm. So that's uh, another little on top of it. Also, uh, real quick, I didn't think uh, Tuki Toussaint was really was very good. Where was very bad today? I thought he was. I thought he was pretty good actually for the uh, White Sox, and he really took advantage of uh, um, uh, Nick Marley's zone because it was all over the place Ooh. today. He was he was not very He's good by the play. Year, yeah, goodness was, gracious, they're like. Uh, and I think it's really like over. Oh, you know, it's it's. There's just so much data now in the game of baseball that umpires they can't get away with what they got away with a couple of years ago. You know, it's just not there anymore. People can see in real time that that is not a strike. And you know, I wanted to ask when I was at spring training earlier in the year. I wanted to ask Greg Maddox if he like ever threw a strike the entire time he pitched. You know what I'm saying? Because like he was always on the corners and got everything, but were any right. of them actually over the plate? <laughs> sure. You know, I mean, sure and, that's, that. and that's a compliment too. Like I mean that as a compliment, yeah. not as like a like oh that dude never threw a strike in his life. Like I mean, I mean that like he was so good that he never threw a strike but got a million called strikes. And I'm yeah. and I'm kidding a little bit, you know, a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit but, too. but the but but let's let's talk about the offense real quick because sure. uh, you know what we want to talk about the most, uh, and they got home runs today from Garver and Simeon, and that ball Garver hit was destroyed. He's he done had, that. He's he, he's done that a few times this year, and he has hit the, some missiles. That ball would have been up over our head where we set it on opening day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. where he hit that ball. Uh, Simeon also hit a ball over 400 feet, and also again, just like last night, got his got his hands in and got his bat got his bat out in front of an inside pitch, and and, uh, and and got good enough bat on it to get it out of the park. And uh, I you wonder know, why these pitchers think going in on Simeon's a good idea. It's weird. And, <laughs> and they also they got a nice little manufactured run with Josh Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. It could have been two runs too, because. Uh, Jankowski probably would have been safe at the plate, but you know, early in the game, no point in not giving Tavares a swing instead of, uh, you know, getting somebody thrown out on the bases. So I see why it was done, but it probably could have it probably could have been two um, two runs there because Jankowski runs well enough, and it, it didn't like Joey Gallo was out there in left field. It's Benintendi, you know. 
Right, uh, right, right, right. They yeah, and then know. and then they Old get another third base. Yeah, I know. You know, the more and more you keep talking about that, the more and more I keep noticing it. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting here right now holding the ball that Tony Beasley <laughs> gave my wife on her birthday. So I feel, oh, I feel part bro. of me feels kind of bad. Well, I guess you know that's his fault for giving you a ball. Like I don't know what else to say on that part. But they uh, <laughs> got a, got a, a little RBI single from Adalas Garcia, who has, as we always talk about, seems to dial it up whenever it's uh, whenever it's an RBI time. And then uh, Mitch Garver, a big two out RBI in the uh, late innings. I want to say it was in the bottom half of the eighth to give him one more after Chapman. Got him a clean one in the top half. And, uh, you know, they had uh, – Young had a couple of hits, scored a couple of runs. Garver had a couple of hits, had a couple of RBIs. Um, and, uh, you know, they they had – you know, didn't have to rely on Seager, who got to go 0 for 4 today with a game that they win, you know. I um, mean, so mm-hmm. that's pretty that's pretty decent right there. They were 3 for 11 with runners in scoring position, which is about 275. And uh, – yeah, Jankowski did have a, a stolen base late in the game that got him in a position to score that late run. So good on him. And uh, um, now I guess we can get into what we, you know, what we're doing the show for days like this, right? right? Where where Max well, Scherzer dude, comes okay. and pitches for your team. I mean, it, it's kind of cool because I felt like Scherzer actually was nervous in that first inning, and I think that's kind of funny because it's just. I think the Rangers and Texas and the whole just everything gets downplayed a little bit. And I don't think he expected the kind of pressure that he was feeling that first inning. He was sweating. And well, I think that's you know, a good it, thing. Like, it, it kind of reminds me, and sorry to just kind of keep rambling, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Simeon, you know, like just like coming here and realizing that there's a lot of weight on your shoulders with a team that's got this much talent in first place, never won a championship. And you're brought here to do just that. I just think there's more pressure here than these guys probably thought was going to be here. And I thought Scherzer handled it well because he struggled 35 pitches, I think, through the first inning, but then turns back around and pretty much from that point on didn't look back and was the Max Scherzer we know. Well, and I and I, I don't th- – I don't think that he, Tim Anderson, 62.9 miles per hour off the bat, dinked over yeah. the second baseman's head. Andrew Benintendi, 63.9 miles an hour, hundreds, you know, like just nothing to it. Just found, found a spot in the outfield. Then he got Andrew sure. Vaughn swinging. And then here's where the issue came in that first inning to me, where when, he, I didn't feel like in three two. He he didn't. He should have never got to three two with Moncada in the first place. I thought I thought he didn't do a good job of putting Moncada away. Got to a three two mm-hmm. count, and then you know Moncada p- fouled off some good pitches, and, and mm-hmm. then he lost him there. Um, now and that to behind that after Moncada. You've got uh, um, the walk again to to Grandal. Uh, and I just feel like, I mean, he had to challenge Grandal there, and, and he really didn't. And now he got Trace Thompson 
on a ball on, on strikes. So now he's still one nothing. There's two Close. outs, and you're he's thinking, right okay, he's going to get right through this. And yeah, and the ball that Gavin Sheets hit, I want to say it was like a one-two pitch where he'd gotten him mm-hmm. out of the strike zone twice, and then he throws a ball in the strike zone. So it, right down and, the and again, and it was also Oats. a ball that. Uh, yeah, and well, it wasn't right down the middle. I, I'll, I'll disagree with that. It was, it was a, it was up, and he was, and he didn't get it up high enough, and mm-hmm. and it was hit. I mean, again, I think you know, 65, 80, 80 miles an hour, um, right to the shortstop hole. But he's a left-handed hitter, so there was nobody in the shortstop hole. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, a little bit of bad luck in my opinion there in that first inning, um, it could have been a lot easier for him, but it wasn't. Now that second inning, I thought he had a little bit of bad luck mixed in with a little bit of good luck Mm -hmm. because the second inning, same thing happens again, right? I mean, Cola (laughs) singles on a ground ball up the middle, uh, but then he gets a ground ball double play from Tim Anderson who, I think he hits a ball for, eh, you know, 80, 82 miles an hour. I thought it was hit a little bit better than it was, but it, uh, but then he gets the ground ball double play there. And then Ben Intendi hits a ball, you know, just had eyes just, you know, I mean, it was hit a little bit harder than any of the other ones. And then Andrew Vaughn hits a ball up the middle that Josh Smith gets a glove on and uh, just doesn't have a play anywhere. And then he gets the strike out of Moncada and then he kind of starts rolling. But like if he mm-hmm. just went 15-15 in that first in those first two innings instead of 37-19, this is probably mm-hmm. a game he, he the complete game. Well, you think about I mean? it. Cause... He threw he threw that many pitches through two innings, but then he went six and got a quality start. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Veteran, yeah, yeah. That's what a veteran does, man. That's what I'm saying. That's I mean, you so take, good. You take those pitches and just give him 15-15 there, but uh then in the third he gets uh he gets Grandal strikes out Grandal with what he basically should have done in that first inning uh, by just blowing it by him. And then Trace Thompson ground ball, uh, Gavin Sheets ground ball, and then it just strike out, pop out. Tra- Tim Anderson did hit a pr- ball pretty hard there in the top of the fourth, but then he gets Ben Attendee swinging. And then in the fifth, you got ground ball, line out. Uh, Moncada hit a ball hard, but it was right at Jankowski. And then Grandal strikes out again. And then in the top half of the sixth, he strikes out Thompson, strikes out Gavin Sheets, and then he gets like the laziest uh, <laughs> pop out of all time <laughs> from Zach Revelard to finish his day. And I mean, he take that first inning out of there, and he was pretty pretty dang good. Uh, you take that mm-hmm. second inning out of there, and he finished damn good. Yeah, and that's. Man. Let's let's talk about something else too, which which kind of wasn't under the story, but man, what about the swagger of of uh, Josh Spores? Yeah, well, uh, when you send me that, what what did I say? Like, I mean, when you got ninety nine on your fastball and seventy three on your curveball, and you're getting outs with mm-hmm. both pitches, I mean, you got some swagger. I, I, honestly, to have, man, not to mention a good well, sl- slide piece too. Well, those three guys in the from the the seven eight nine. I mean, think about where this team was bullpen wise two months ago. Right. And and, and then the look fact at look that, at this game today, man. Wow, what a difference. Yeah. And and when you're talking about the bullpen too, you're actually kind of feeling pretty confident with Brock Burke in that sixth inning too. Mm-hmm. 
So it's yeah, like you're, I mean, you're 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 pretty shored up. I mean, or you feel like you you feel like you're a lot more shored up right now in that bullpen than you have been um, since like that first couple of man, weeks of the spores, season. Spores just in that in that inning alone. Because how many times have we gotten frustrated with how he can get out of an inning, but it's like a hit, a walk, you know, pitches yeah. as many, throws well, as many pitches but... as he can to get people out and. That inning, he just came right. In fact, he did it the night before too, or the, nah, the that, last time he pitched. Since uh, he's he, come back off the IL, he's been rolling guys, and it's not even yeah. close. It's I mean, yeah, he nine was hurt. pitches. That guy, that guy threw way too many pitches in the first half of the season. He was at, they were asking him to get multiple innings almost every night. He went out there. Spores needed mm-hmm. some time to rest, get himself back healthy, and now you're seeing the guy that. Like you saw glimpses of in that first half were really long stretches up. And then mm-hmm. his, his ERA is a little inflated from too much there at the, right before the all-star break. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, nine pitches, his last outing, 10 pitches, this outing again, just really loving the way that the back end of this bullpen is looking just a lot, a lot to like here in this game. It's just a five to three win. It's not like it was one of the these typical blowout wins, but I think the Rangers, have to win games like this all year for the rest of the year. It's not just about getting those big 10 run games. They got to win these close games and, and the bullpen stepped up today. Uh, the, the offense stepped up and picked up, uh, picked up our ace or bar, you know, give or take our ace. I guess the Evaldi's technically our ace. If you want to be honest about it. Um, so yeah, good game. Loved it. No complaints yeah, there. Absolutely. Um, and, and let me just jump. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick, I was going to say, just real quick, the Rangers, mm-hmm. 16 strikeouts tonight, 12 strikeouts the night before that, 16, or I mean, I'm sorry, 14 tonight, 14, 16, yep. 16 on my, uh, Tuesday and 12 last night. So just huge strikeout numbers for the Rangers pitching. And it's like you bring some competition into the rotation and you start seeing guys compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely nothing not to like about this team. Um, and I don't have a smooth transition, but let me go ahead and tell you guys real quick about our um, our exclusive content, Down the Farm with the Boys. We just dropped an episode just a little bit earlier this week uh, where we went around the, the minor league system. A lot of good news, a lot of shakeup going on with uh, the trade deadline passing. So Down the Farm with the Boys, we cover everything. Uh, all things in the Rangers farm system. We go over news, box score, transactions, uh, top 40 lists. We cover the draft. For just $1.99 a month, you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. Want to know who the Rangers selected in the draft? Want to know a little bit about those guys? Those episodes are already in there. Want to know about our top 40 prospects in the organization uh, before the trade deadline? That's going to be in there. Want to know our next top 40 after the trade deadline, after the draft, that's going to be in there. So coming up, dollar ninety nine a month. Yes, coming up, dollar ninety nine a month. You can make our podcast your one stop shop for all things Rangers organization wide. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All in words. All in words. And describe and describe and subscribe today. Let's pre preview. Well, yeah. Thank you weekend. to all the people that subscribed this week too. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, y'all. Man. Yeah, that, that really helps out and. Uh, we we can't uh, appreciate it enough. Yeah, big week and big, big week for the Rangers. The, the Rangers are Rangers sweep the White Sox. The the Rangers mm-hmm. with the boys sweep the podcast world. So it's good all well, around. That's the third sweep, third sweep since they've been back from the All Star break. 
And, and yeah, they're playing very at well at home right now. Yeah, there's no doubt mm-hmm. they are a very good home team. Uh, the the Rangers send uh, – The fans are the fans are coming out. Sorry to interrupt, but the fans are coming out and supporting it too because the attendance has been shockingly yeah. great. 29K I mean, there today on a Thursday um, afternoon. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, just, it's yeah, a good the, amount the, of people. Uh, it's a big deal, and I guess just – I, I don't know. I don't know what it's worth, but like, I'm just thank you guys for going out to the games because one of the things we've been saying all year long is, go support this team, watch the games, go to the games, buy the hats, buy the jerseys, you know, do whatever it takes to support this team and show them that you know this is a baseball town and you guys have been doing it. So, big hats off to you guys. Let's talk Miami series. Uh, the the Marlins team. I got to go firsthand. To, you know what? Getting going to that stadium in Miami was a warm up. No, not literally, because it was just like hours in terms of just just nice AC, huge state of the art. But uh, yeah, Miami coming to town. They're uh, they're they're not a bad team, and they're one of those teams you can't sleep on them. Or are we going to them? No, they're coming here. They've got uh, Jesus Lazardo going for them. Okay. A young guy. I think he came up in that A's system, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he's one, he's a young guy that they're taking, that they're, they've brought across town and the Rangers will be, uh, sending Jordan Montgomery to the Hill for the first time. And, mm. uh, like I was telling you before the show, I mean, Jordan Montgomery, every time I saw him pitch in St. Louis while I'd watch the Cardinal games, he'd be brilliant. And then their bullpen would come in there and just S all over everything. And, and, you know, I mean, he, but he had been really good all season for the Cardinals. And, uh, uh, you know, he's a guy that's pitched in big pressure places his whole career being in St. Louis and, and, uh, New York to, to get his career underway. So, you know, he's pitched in places where the pressure's on and the, the lights get big in a hurry and he's always been up to the task so far. And, uh, you know, that he's a, a commodity because, at both tra- at last the last two trade deadlines, uh, teams have been willing to give up a lot of good for young prospects to get this guy. So you know he's a good you know he's a good hand. And uh, Saturday, uh, Miami doesn't have a starter uh, announced yet. I don't know if they'll be calling a young guy up or if they're going to plan on going to a bullpen game that get that day. But the Rangers will counter whatever the uh, Marlins end up doing with John Gray, who um, basically kind of skipped a spot in the rotation this last time with uh, um, Scherzer and Montgomery coming over and giving himself an opportunity to get an extra rest through the the rotation. And uh, he'll be back on, what is that, Saturday, uh, 3.05 start time on that game. Friday's a 7.05, and then the Sunday, the traditional 135 in the Baby Blues uh, Sandy Alcantara will be pitching for the uh, the Marlins. He's uh, he's been rough this year, um, but you know he's that type of guy that any given day he can be there and have a big win for him. Um, and and then he'll be opposed Andrew Heaney, who you know Andrew Heaney's kind of having the same season as uh, Alcantara. So you know, uh, so whatever whatever you expect from Heaney this time, I gotta expect something something from him just because the competition and the rotation is heating up and he's got to go out there every time and, and give him give him something good. Yeah. Uh, Montgomery, the pitcher for the Rangers, he, uh, he's six foot six. 
but 230 pounds. Yeah, he's a big man. That's a big. That's a that's a big boy, man. Um, I I just didn't know he was that big of a guy. And also, one quick cool stat about Jordan Montgomery: of all the pitchers traded at the deadline, he had the best wins above replacement. So not only did the Rangers get the for, the the future Hall of Famer, former Cy Young winning, you know, pretty much ace pitcher Max Scherzer, they also got pretty much the best pitcher available statistically uh, at the deadline. So well, I don't think uh, enough was made of this, and I think it's pretty cool uh, because I think it kind of flew under the radar, like how big of a deal uh, well, it was that's getting, why... getting this guy. That's why Jordan Montgomery costs Tommy Sejaci and Takea Roby and John King, you know, with, with Chris Stratton coming over a couple of rentals. Montgomery was a good pitcher, and you got to pay for good pitchers in the in the league. And, you know, I mean, some may th- believe that it's an overpay, but, you know, it's just the way it has to happen at the trade deadline to get the guys that you want. Well, and, and let's, let's see what the outcome of the season is, because if the outcome is the ultimate goal, then whatever we paid in in the long run is going to be worth it. So you know, let let the, we'll let this thing play out, and I think over over the long haul we'll figure it out. But all in all, pretty excited about the Rangers. I feel like they the, it's kind of like the cavalry. The cavalry came just in time, and you know, with Seager coming back, and now you got the two guys, uh, you know, in the rotation. You got the extra help in the bullpen. Spores is rested. Obviously, we can't forget about Chapman and the impact that he's had on the bullpen. Will Smith has been uh, pretty much just as consistent as you could possibly ask. So just a lot of good stuff going on with this team right now. A lot of good feels going and uh, one and a half games lead in the in the AL West. Uh, I'll be excited to get into this Miami series for the weekend. But right now, I think it's about time for us to get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, to your daily dose of baseball therapy. Um, don't forget to check us out on social media. That is TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check us out on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't forget to subscribe uh, to our exclusive content, Down the Farm with the Boys. And don't forget to follow us on your favorite uh, streaming platform. It helps with the, the algorithms and the, the, those types of things. And we'll take all the help we can get. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow to uh, talk Marlins, no, Rangers. No, uh, we'll be back on tomorrow? Monday. Oh, is it? Is uh, will Today's we? Friday. Yeah. Jesus. Wow, man. It's Friday. Well, the week, got, the week got thrown off when we took that, <laughs> that one day and everything. Yeah. So we will see you guys back on Monday, and we will have a wrap-up of this Marlins series. And let's hope it's another series win for the Rangers, and we can continue our streak as a show uh, with the Rangers being in first place in the AOS. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We are getting out of here. Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out.